And welcome to May I Am a Memoir presents the Regular Verse. Regular. Regular. And if you're wondering what on earth is going on, it's okay. The opening bars with the very flat singing. That was just our regular friend. (laughs) (laughs) Flat singing. (laughs) I'm Gloria. I I called it singing. So... How rather very day you. Rather than re- like a regular female entertainer. Um, <laughs> don't switch off, everyone, if you're like, what is happening? We we said we'd be going regular and we have entered the regular verse. We are deep because, inside. Deep into the regular verse. Because one of the things that has come up several times, actually a few things that have come up mm. early on in the podcast, I think around chapter three, people were saying, we want you to continue outside of the book, which yes. we have been doing. Yes, we've we been keep doing going. it with Not that anyone's enjoying it, but we keep doing it anyway. <laughs> we are, mostly. Um, <laughs> some weeks that we only, only half, half enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's what you need in the regular verse. Yeah. Um, so people were saying, like, what are you going to do? So we had to come up with some ideas mm-hmm. for other episodes and something sick and twisted that I came up with. You are an <laughs> evil, evil called, genius. <laughs> <laughs> after being called a prolo piece of shit uh, innumerable times. Was I thought, you well, let's- prolo piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's put it to the test. Once we discovered the regular verse, uh, there was no backing out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we thought, let's put our money where our regular mouths are mm-hmm. and actually suss out the discography of said Lodemort. Oh, Lo- <laughs> Lodemort. She who shall not be named. Who now, we don't clear, know. Who we don't know. We're going to listen to, to songs be- by people we don't know. <laughs> to be clear, this is not replacing Me, uh, me I Am a Memoir. These are just no. little, you know, trips to the regular verse because we can't take more than one at a time. Oh, like, yeah, we can't. We can't move to the regular verse. Like, there's, no, no, no. There's, <laughs> we could never there's get a, a visa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a t- we're too the opposite to infinity. <laughs> Infinity's where we want to yeah. go, but yeah, we're, we're we stuck get, in the regular verse. We get kicked out of the regular verse after too long for, oh, for, for having something yes. to say. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a note and I was straight out. It was all straight awful. out. Um, <laughs> oh, I won't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> you will. It just won't be the one you think you hit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I hit a I, note. It wasn't the one I was yeah. going for. <laughs> So, yeah, we just thought as a little sojourn, we'd be heading to the regular verse in the same way that we'll be maybe hitting up some Christine Lardy in space at some point. But rest assured, (laughs) Mariah is still very much a part of this. We will still be doing many, many, many Mariah-related episodes. Mm. The majority is still Mariah, so don't stress. In fact, we think that if you've listened this far, you're probably going to enjoy what comes next, maybe. Let's hope. It is pretty regular. (laughs) All right, so I'm Poshlo, that's Fablo, and I think we should get into... <laughs> Can't it be Fablek? <laughs> Fablek. Fablo and Fablek. Let's hit... Uh, oh, and by the way, you're probably wondering why I'm speaking. It's because in the regular verse, we're swapped. Yeah, yeah it's Everything is swapped. I sing the upside terrible down. songs. <laughs> and I do the terrible intro. It's all yeah. happening. Um, <laughs> so let's start with our first new slash weirdly similar to some mm. other segment we had, which is Let's Get Low Prolo Moments. Moments. All right. Uh, there were a few stories running around about uh, the regularity wearing breezy outfits <laughs> in various paparazzi <laughs> shots this week. Breezy, um, you say? And I was worried that our first prolo moments was going to be terrifically on brand and be dull. Um, very regular. <laughs> <laughs> no. But then Apparently one not. big story broke. So that's it. I'm just doing one story. We're only having okay. one headline. Um, which is technically a butt line. Because uh, <laughs> they're headlines oh in the Mimi moments, but here in the Prolo moments, it's, it's a butt, butt line. 
also our big oh butt God. line. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got surprised married in Vegas 20 oh years God. after meeting on the set of whatever that shit movie was called. I seriously reckon that's the why it was a flop. Like, because people went to get a ticket. Can I have two tickets to Giggly Jiggly Lord of the Rings. I hate this already. I'll see Lord of the Rings. Um,. So it's why people can't order paella. Yeah. <laughs> Palella? Palella? Palella. Palella. The rice and prawns. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, the J-Lo dish. Yeah. Uh, in a surprising turn of events, uh, he has decided to take her name and will henceforth be known <laughs> as regular Affleck. <laughs> and I she thought he was going to Benlo. Uh, also will be regular Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> They're both now regular and both Affleck. Um, (laughs) They had a very limited guest list, uh, only allowed to bring one child each. (laughs) Ben had Serafina there, his child with Jennifer Garner, and J-Reg had uh, (laughs) Emmy with her, who is one of her twins with Mark Anthony. Um, And apparently they're going to get married again because there haven't been enough stories about this pop culture phenomenon. (laughs) She's greedy for clicks, so they're going to have a big wedding, a proper wedding. This was just a quickie in Vegas, let's get married in a hurry wedding. Um, Wow. I know. And, you know, God bless her, as well as trying to make him feel less emasculated by her fame, uh, (laughs) eclipsing his quite a lot, not only did she take his name after they got married, uh, she's now officially Jennifer Affleck, uh, but the dress she wore was the same one she wore on the poster for the movie Jersey Girl that they did together. Oh, no, that's so regular. So regular. It's really regular. So, yeah, she wore a dress from a movie they did together 20 years ago. Uh, so it's vintage. Um, and apparently one of the people who works at the all-night emergency celebrity wedding chapel, <laughs> whatever this venue is. I have to say, I mean, just in case regular uh, yeah. comes along. Um, in Las Vegas. Uh, this person said that both of them cried during the ceremony which makes me suspect they were either playing her music and were in pain uh, <laughs> <laughs> or they just finished watching Jiggly Jiggly Fucking awful film they made together. Oh. <laughs> or, they, or they just both remembered his back tattoo. Oh, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's our pro-low moments. Jiggly oh, Giggly Giggly Wedding. <laughs> Now, on top of this, we mm. do have a few bits and pieces from On the JLo, the blog oh, the that blog. a certain regular person has brought out. So I thought rather than actually going into the <laughs> no, uh, rather than going into the whole thing, mm. I just thought I'm gonna subscribe and just pick out my favorite moments oh, just you to have, read. You are taking one for the team. But I am taking as one. As we've established, you are a pro <laughs> piece of shit, so you're probably into it a little bit. <laughs> I feel like at the end of this episode, people may have a different idea. Oh really? <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I'm as prolo as people thing according to some of these songs <laughs> or just me um or just you so yes the best of on the jlo blog one so this mm. came out around january february yes it starts with a quote which is life is an art and we are the artists make it as beautiful as you want and create exactly what you want it to be the jlo effect <laughs> that none of that like none of these words make sense with She's your butt just like it should end with yeah. with your butt with your butt <laughs> The now she welcomes with your butt. <laughs> jiggle, jiggle it. Now she welcomes us and says that we're email buddies now. Oh, we're email fuck buddies. <laughs> we're guys. Wait though, we're email buddies. She doesn't buddies. even write it. Oh, what am I talking about? Uh, she doesn't sing her songs. Part. This is a 22-year-old intern that's trying to be J-Lo. It's brilliant. All right, so this is where she shares her secrets, mm-hmm. starting with an early Valentine's present from oh. Ben. A video that he definitely made mm-hmm. to J-Lo's song On My Way, which features random clips of Matt Damon looking perplexed, interspersed with the official video clip that she'd already created and paid for. So it's what? just like someone edited, it's a Ben, Ben Affleck, ben. apparently, edited together a valent, quote unquote Valentine's Day present video clip on Vimeo mm. for 
he's now Brian, um, that is literally just like footage, like behind the scenes of like Goodwill hunting or something with some old paparazzi photos of them, but then also her new video. This is confusing. <laughs> and that was a president. Um, none of this is meant to make he's any sense. He's a film director. He knows what he's doing. This doesn't sound he, like... Oh. It's, well, that's because he didn't do it. Yes. Um, and movies or music, J-Lo has been asked many, many times. Mm. And she finally has an answer for us. Dancing. Ugh. That was her answer to that question. With and here are just some random... <laughs> with her butt. Here are just some random quotes with no real context, Okay. Yep. I've always had a special connection with hummingbirds. I realise there are many <laughs> moments in <laughs> Start again. What? <laughs> with hummingbirds. The, that was the f- yes. I, I told you the context. Because all the time she's flapping around really fast. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know any more than you do. Because I it, realized cause her butt also seems to defy gravity. <laughs> That's exactly right. And it's sing- that's where she sings from. Um, I realize- I've realised there are many moments in my life where amazing things happened when I was wearing green. What? <laughs> yep. She's playing the She-Hulk now. <laughs> what they don't know is that over the holidays, I just cleaned out my closet. Thank God. Thank God we know this information, J-Lo. I love turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> Breezy turtlenecks. <laughs> Breezy turtlenecks. And wait, she signs off by saying, I don't know exactly what I'll be talking about next time. I don't know I what know you're talking about be, this time. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but I know it will be what we're all talking about. What? <laughs> oh, is that this because is, the next it? one was going to be after the Vegas wedding that was supposedly Maybe. impromptu? Well, there's three or four, so I haven't oh, gone. Okay. Like, I'm just going in order. I haven't picked up from oh, man. today's date. But, yeah, thankfully, to cleanse our palette, I do have a little bit of spontaneous Mariah. Oh, thank God. Okay, so Mariah has posted a video of Dem Kids doing a fashion show, which quickly oh, turned yes. into a brawl. I saw that. Hilarious. Very rest camp, assured very that, funny. You know, yes, no kids were harmed as Mariah had them cloned <laughs> anyway, just in case. <laughs> And all shirts, no shirts. <laughs> no, no, just hits. Um, <laughs> Mariah has a <laughs> Mariah has appeared in Sicily with Dolce and Cabana, mm-hmm. as well as Drew Barrymore, Sharon Stone, and Helen Mirren. Amazing. The appearance is <laughs> the appearance is part of a very special Christmas episode of Christine Lardy in Space, where Mariah <laughs> plays Merry Christmas, the head Merry of the Space Christmas. Dynasty, <laughs> the head of a Space Dynasty who requires Christine Lardy and Space nurse Alyssa Milano, who was also in Italy at the same time, to make a house call. Mirren is set to play her evil step, Patricia, Mm -hmm. while Barrymore and Stone play her much older stepsisters, Vallison and Snorgan. Much older. And lastly, (laughs) Mariah has taken a dip in her bathroom, the ocean, Mm -hmm. while wearing a plunging long sleeve gown during a trip to Capri. I love the gowns in water. Like, it's just such a thing. There's like 18 headlines yeah. of the same. Like, like this is news now. Perfect. <laughs> She's like, let's just. It's a thing now. We have to do it. I just. I also love the implication of like, well, all my good dresses got stolen, so I'm just going to wreck these ones. <laughs> yeah. No one can steal this now. No one can steal this now. That's got covered in salt water. <laughs> in the ocean. We'd still in steal a dress. it. We, we would. Yeah. But that's it. We're 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 covered. We've done the news, we've done the blog, and we've had some Mariah, thankfully. Oh. That brings us to getting the lowdown <gasps> on the down low. Because it's shameful. <laughs> All right. I shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> getting the lowdown on the down low. Uh, we are looking at the 1999 album here in the down low of the lowdown. Uh on the six, uh, as it's called, number six, um, not the word. Why would you write it out? It's too no, many characters. Sorry. You just do a number. <laughs> um, it went to number eight on the Billboard chart in the US oh. and number 11 on the Australian album charts. Like what were we thinking? We were very <laughs> sensible. 
<laughs> we, we, were, we thought. We were thinking. <laughs> um, apparently Oscar winner Tim Robbins helped her name the album at a party. You think I get the tarp out. How about uh, right. How about old mate regular to go, I was having a party. And Tim was in the back room, so I went in there with him. And I said, I'm trying to name my album right now. And he's like, where did you grow up? And I was like, I grew up in the Bronx. And he was like, how did you get there from the Bronx to where you are now? How did that happen? What was your journey like? And I said very innocently, well, on the six. And he said, well, that's the name of your album. On the six meant that was the train she caught to get out of the Bronx. (laughs) The six is the train line. Oh, my God. This does make sense to one of the videos, actually, now that you say that. So, uh, thanks, Tim Robbins. Thanks, Tim Robbins, for he asked a very metaphorical question, which is, How did you get from the Bronx to where you are now? So, this is real. You didn't make this up. No, no, this is a true story. Um, Oh, my God. And she just said to him, On the six. (laughs) (laughs) Not thinking that he meant, you know, in the broader context of your career. She's just like, Oh, yeah, I got the train. I'm just regular from the block. I am regular from the block and I don't understand subtext. But when you said, how did I get anywhere from the Bronx? It was on the six. <laughs> so that's the true story of how that album oh came to be. No, I thought I believed you with the Tim Robbins bit, but then I thought you were doing a bit. No, no, that was serious. Wow. I don't need to make fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to write stuff. I don't need to write any jokes about her painting with her butt. Uh, so the first song is, uh, first track is If You Had My Love, uh, written by Rodney Jerkins, Dark Child, uh, LaShawn Daniels, Corey Rooney, Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> and Fred Jenkins. Um, <laughs> produced oh, by... Fred, Fred Jenk. <laughs> Jenk. Produced by uh, Jerkins, Daniels, and Rooney. Uh, now, this was a number one hit. In both the US and in Australia. Oh. I know. And there's a video clip. Oh, Fabnopsis. 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 (laughs) So (laughs) a a guy decides to have a hand shandy. um, So logs on to JLo's OnlyFans page. (laughs) Where she climbs on her furniture with her feet, which is just the kind of depraved channel it is. Um, a whole bunch of people in an internet cafe with lava lamps on also log on to her OnlyFans page. And then a little girl manages to log in somehow, which seems inappropriate. Uh, and she starts dancing like the sister in Mean Girls, <laughs> who's watching something a little bit too racy for her. Um, then some people log into JLo's uh, mirror cleaning stream. <laughs> On Twitch, which is something she's doing. And then there's a nightclub. Then JLo's on TV at a garage, uh, replacing the nudie calendar, obviously. Yes. And then we go into the regular verse Matrix, where <laughs> the song stops and Jen starts dancing to a bunch of remixes. Great. Which the girls in the kitchen love, but I bet old mate Couch Wanks is getting impatient. Uh, and she's <laughs> going too fast. <laughs> he's, he's pulled the keyboard onto his lap so he can't see his stiffy. Uh, then she's <laughs> back to normal and the club's going off. And then Jen gets in the shower, which causes the car to catch fire in the garage. <laughs> Clearly not the one Mariah married. <laughs> uh, Maybe it was and it was just so upset. <laughs> someone throws their iMac into the pool, which does not stop the OnlyFans footage. <laughs> And a kid with flippers and a snorkel swims down to watch it. <laughs> oh, my God. And that what you is if you had my love. <laughs> that was beautiful. I hadn't thought of, of a song for Fabnopsis, so I just I went with an old classic. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it needed a melody and none of these songs have a melody. No, it's so. none of them do. <laughs> um, uh, now, how do you feel about the number one hit, uh, If You Had My Love? I mean, number one, I'm surprised. I thought maybe a different song on this album would have had that. I thought that too. But then I, when I, I heard it, I remembered. I was like, oh, yeah, I heard this a lot. This was a hot, yeah. Um, as a little kid, I probably didn't quite get it. It was probably a little bit too grown up, you know, for, yes. for the age that I was at. Because she's obviously much older than than either of us. Yes. Um, <laughs> so older but than I me, will say, after, She was born in the after, 60s. <laughs> <laughs> the 1860s. <laughs> Um, <laughs> or just the zero zero six zero in the sixth century. <laughs> so, 
I I will say after because we both saw this concert mm-hmm. about ten years ago, and I was really quite gobsmacked to see that she actually sang it. <laughs> yeah. So since then, since she sang her own song, mm. I was like, oh no, I do kind of like this. It's got like a, an R and B kind of vibe to it. So I did definitely enjoyed it much more now as mm. an adult. Um, looking past the I regularity. I forgot about the weird dance break. The yeah, 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 yeah in the yeah, video yeah, clip. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's kind That's of annoying. not on the album. <laughs> That's not on Did the album. Did you hear? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I saw the video as well, but I listened to the album. Yeah, so the I album, the album version. Because I've got, you know, because this was in the period of 100% hits and So Freshes and yes. all that. And I didn't like them because they had the same title. So I started making my own ones. <laughs> And I put this on one, my <gasps> Adam's did. Adam's ninety nine hits mixes, whatever. Well, was I mean, going. a lot of this was this was pre real. Nobody yes. knew anything. Nobody knew anything. Um, so yeah, uh, like I, I do, I have, I do enjoy this song actually. Yeah, more I, than I probably I, thought I, I did. I'm the same. I I really like this song tragically, and it's perfect for her <laughs> very regular voice. Like it is right mm-hmm. in the pocket of where she can sing, which yeah. is you know, not, and really good production. Like Dark Child knows what he's I, doing. I agree. There was things in this that I was like, "Oh, I don't, I didn't hear that the first time." And then with headphones on, I was like, "Oh, they've actually really layered some really yeah. nice stuff in there." It's really Surprises. simple but effective. It's like, and yeah. here's a story. Apparently, so this song, um, Dark Child, had worked up a whole bunch of songs uh, and kind of had designed this one for Jennifer Lopez uh, mm-hmm. at the request of Tommy Mottola and Michael Jackson. Heard I don't know it. him. No, no one knows oh. him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson heard it and uh, apparently Roddy Jackson was crossing his fingers going, please, please. He was like, please don't let the King of Pop uh, want it because I've written it for the Queen of Regular. Um, and <laughs> and he said he really liked it but, and predicted it would be a hit but just said it wasn't for him. So okay. Mike, Michael Jackson really liked it but didn't want to record it. Because it was, I'm surprised that wasn't written on regular. the front cover of the single. <laughs> Michael Jackson liked it. <laughs> this is the Michael Jackson liked it remix. I'm doing a dance. Um, it's funny because now that you say that, it does have a little bit of a similar vibe to his song around this time, which was "You Rock My World," mm. like that kind of slow, slow jam pop. Yeah. Thing. He just didn't want a regular version of it. Yeah. He was like, I would like a Michael Jackson version of it. Well, he was like the you biggest know. name at Sony, so he would have been able to take everyone's songs if he wanted them. <laughs> That's true. Was When did he leave Sony? Was that maybe just after that? I, I don't know. know. When he died? I remember no. him. No. He, <laughs> oh, I, I don't you remember him holding up a sign yeah, saying, Matola's the devil? I know. It um, was, uh, his words, not mine. <laughs> yeah, no one liked Matola. It was it was some bad news. <laughs> um, and Matola is all over this album. Is he? Do you reckon? Yes. Oh I yeah, don't, I don't know enough about it. You'll be able to tell me. He he basically created this album from you know snot and string. Um, old, old MC Valentine, or whatever his name was. What was his name? <laughs> VD Valentine. VD Valentine. <laughs> TD Valentine. VD Valentine. TD. VD. VD Valentine is venereal disease. It's like calling him STI Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that happens. You know? um, all right, so we have to make an assessment now. I'm real. Right. What percentage of the song did J Lo sing? <laughs> High low, mid low, or low low? <laughs> so this is actually a good time to talk about this particular thing because this mm. is a song where I personally feel that she's singing the verse mm-hmm. and then the chorus is a whole bunch of other people. Yes. Now, I always thought this was an acknowledged thing. I yes. thought this was like almost as if the opposite of a rapper. <laughs> like, yeah. Know, like I'm getting other people in to do the chorus. Yes. Um, so I just was like, oh, that's her thing. That's her style. That's her sound. Yeah. And it wasn't until later that apparently everyone's like, oh, no, she's pretending to sing those bits. So I was oh. like, oh. <laughs> but I would say, look, I'm, I'm looking at around 40 to 60%. So I'm going to give her mid-low for yeah. singing on this one. Yeah, I think like, it sounds feel? like she's singing a decent chunk of it. Like, yeah, you know, and you know, you can do a lot of production and stuff, but her voice sounds fine. I mean, there are other songs on this album where it's like, oh, she is actually singing this one, and I wish she hadn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when we give Ryan real percentage at high low, that's not a good thing, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd I say think mid-low. there's some singing. Because she's, yeah, there's right. all the, you know, the the vocals do go a little bit missing during the choruses. And there yes. are a lot of people singing in the choruses. Yeah. And part of me wishes they'd just acknowledged it and gone, oh, these are my backing singers. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
go on stage, like many people have backing singers, and be like, you know, not everyone's well, as amazing as Mariah think, and does her yeah, own. I, was gonna, I think that's the problem, though. I think Mariah has set the bar so high by singing all of the albums and yeah. singing all the background vocals that it's, you know, it's made everyone else go, now I've got to pretend that I sing the background vocals as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll guess someone else is doing it. I'll just lip sync it. It's fine. I've been having a <laughs> trouble dance pre- a pretending to sing the, the lead vocals, let <laughs> alone the background. <laughs> This is why Mariah makes such a big deal of going, if, if I might not feel like doing that, so I'll do this other vocal. Because yeah. I can. <laughs> because I can. <laughs> yeah. um, Some people can't. So what score would you give this? Is this a pro-low or a no-low? I'm, this is not going to shock anyone. I think I'm going to be a pro-low. Yeah, I'm pro-low um, on this too. This is, this is double pro-low. <gasps> Goodness. It's, it's actually a good shocking. song. I think It is a good song. I mean, it's, you know, this is what started the the whole low business and yeah. the low business has continued for a reason and this is possibly the biggest reason. It was And I think a like said, the production song. in particular. Yeah. Is really quite strong. I can't say the same on every track on the album, but we'll get there. No, you can't say on every album. All right. <laughs> uh <laughs> Our next song uh, is called Should Have Never, which has been written by Samuel Barnes, Jean-Claude Olivier, Chloe Rooney, Tonino Baleado, Nicholas Reyes, Mm -hmm. Reyes, and Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe Rooney sounds familiar. I think that they may have worked with Mariah. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Chloe Rooney wrote Do You Think of Me Um, and produced that with Mariah. There you go. Uh, amongst other things, way back when. Um, I think he's a, a mate of um, Puffy's and the like. Uh, right. And also works a lot with Rodney Jerkins. Um, mm-hmm. But Yes, that makes sense. So, yeah, this is uh, produced by Poke and Tone, Corey yeah. Rooney and Dan Shea. Um, by the way, a couple of names on that s- on the writers of, are Gypsy Kings because it samples the song Love and Liberty. Oh, I did not know. It's, there is a, wow. it's a sample. The things you learn. I know. There's a sample. Um, that was Tommy going, Mariah samples things. We'll sample something. We'll sample I have something. one record in my collection. <laughs> it's go, a gypsy kid. Um, so the song's <laughs> called Should Have Never. And I think, frankly, it's an apt title because a regular person <laughs> should have never thought she could sing a ballad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear my opening remarks? Go. <laughs> this is a nice song. Is it? Pitch perfect? No. no. Is it pitch approximate? No. no. <laughs> but she tried and that's worth something. <laughs> you, you know what I find weird with this one? It's the opposite of the last song where the chorus yeah. is fine. But yeah. The verses sound like a struggle. Yeah. Like yeah. also it's I, a crushingly dull song. <laughs> and it's and it's Two and a half minutes too long. It's let's be. It's a six. It should not be six minutes. Nothing should um, be six minutes. I wrote exactly the same thing. The chorus is better, but the vocal, especially on the verses, is maybe a little too exposing for her. Yeah. And <laughs> as I got towards too... the end of the song, I said, "I'm already over at regular low." Whispering at me in Spanish, she's not going to wing me back. <laughs> Although she's such a good actor, the whispering also almost redeems the song, <laughs> but oh. it's still awful. Oh. But the, the whispering, yeah, I was like, oh, you've discovered what you're good at. Like, you're a great actor. You've almost whispered this song yeah, back to life. <laughs> <laughs> There's something else that I, I can't remember where it comes up, but I'll, I'll touch on that makes me think these are the things she does well and mm-hmm. should do more of. Yeah, um, whispering, but not singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of more slightly like the rapier delivery, yeah. but I think it's on later albums. So yeah. we'll touch on it when we get there. Um like you can like the thing this, about this one, it's like track two, mate. Like don't like this should be a big ball busting, you know. Yeah. This should be a big song, and this this makes <laughs> rush rush this. by Paula Abdul sound meaty. <laughs> <laughs> Other well, famous dancing funny, singers. <laughs> I yeah, this is one where so back. Um, oh gosh, when did this come out? 99? 99. Uh, that was probably around the time that my parentals were separating and, and my oh. dad went through a stage of, I'm going to buy CDs that I think he'll like and right. then we can bot. Um, and there was Anastasia. Mm. There was The Cause. Oh, yes. We've, and heard, we've heard your Cause story, your awful sister ruining your recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and this album, I don't ever remember hearing the whole album. Oh. So there'll be there's songs that I'm like I don't remember these ones, but I must well, have heard these first hear few them, maybe in the car. But you've forgotten them because they're so regular; they've left your brain. Well, this this <laughs> is what's funny: the chorus I remember, right? And I'm like, that's the bit in my head that I'm like, oh, that doesn't it's in my head. Like two days later, yeah. Oh, that was a, oh, that was nice. And then I go back and listen again. I'm oh no, oh, no, that's my good. version in my head is better than 
the actual I think, version. I mean, that's, you know, people like Corey Rooney, who are decent songwriters, and he's all over this album. Also, a lot of editing would have helped it a lot, I think. Yeah. Like, and maybe getting someone else to sing it. <laughs> yeah. Get the band singers to sing the verse. <laughs> she can sing the chorus on this one. Do a little yes. swap. Yes. <laughs> that's so silly. <laughs> So oh, but uh, could we have it on a similar page? I'm real. What percentage of uh, this song do you think she sang? The high low, I, mid gonna, low, or low low percentage? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say she's gone most of it. So I'm gonna go high low. Yeah, because it's one. really bad. Like why? <laughs> like if you're gonna get someone in to fake your vocals, why wouldn't you get someone that was good? Good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going. You high don't low. get Mariah in. High go low on. as well. Also, the whispering does sound like her. Like. You know, yes, yeah. the whispering's really good. It's a strange thing to say, but I actually, like, I was like, I wish this whispering was in a different song. <laughs> I might enjoy it some more. <laughs> Maybe we'll just edit it down so it's just the chorus and the whispering, and that's the whole song. Yeah, and it that's, goes for that's a minute fine. and a half. Yeah. Stop, stop trying to struggle <laughs> through a verse, a ballad verse. You're no good, right. Um <laughs> Well, I'm giving this a no low. Your score? I'm. I was torn because it did stay in my head. Mm. And I was like, that, that is a good thing. Yes. But like you said, the, the, the vocals aren't great. Yeah. So I've, out of Pro Low or No Low, I've gone for Or. 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 <laughs> in between Pro Low or No Low. <laughs> it's like, so give it an or. or. It's Or No. I'm like, or No. <laughs> but I'm Pro the Catchy Chorus. You're Pro Catchy Chorus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're a No Low. I'm a definite hard Fair No Low. low. <laughs> Okay. Um, on to Too Late, uh, which is written by Alvin West and Corey Rooney and Jennifer Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> this, is more, this is more credit than I expected. No, same. Uh, well, you know what they say. <laughs> One word, a third. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, produced by Alvin West. Um, now, as far as I'm concerned, this is bad album planning, having this as the third track. Okay. Putting a song with Should Have Never in the first line of this song, right after a song called Should Have Never. Right. Awful. Awful. In fact, happening? it just what feels like doing? a faster version than the last song. Like, same strong background <laughs> yeah. vocals trying to drown out the regularity. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't say yes with a shh, J-Lo. It's not a yes. Oh! Oh, yes. she has a tendency to say S's as sh, like Aretha. Yes, does she, that's does literally she work my notes. True and trude, like what? Yeah, yes. great. But she doesn't do that in her real life. Like Aretha says that no. in her speaking voice. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so right. But yeah, like this was this was a lot of background vocals. Like it's this was very much turned silk all the way down. Oh, yeah. My first note is I really enjoyed all the parts that weren't J-Lo, which is about half of it. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I actually have a, I have a Mariah comparison to make here. Mm-hmm. Not vocally, um, obviously. No. Oh, how <laughs> dare you? How very um, dare you? <laughs> so my, I, I said that I think the chorus is decent, but the rest of it fell quite flat. Mm-hmm. Um but it's that very safe R&B, R&B in the way that I feel like ex-girlfriend was, where it's like, yes. this is safe even for you. Yeah. Like, even for a regular I mean, person. I these albums safe. came out within a month of each other. Like, Right. Ra- Rainbow was November, like, we, and this was, was We this need December? ex-girlfriend yeah. part two. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, ex-girlfriend's a catchier song by far. Yeah. But I always felt that that was kind of the one song probably in- well, actually, no, did I do that was worse. But in the Mariah's <laughs> discography, I remember thinking like this, it almost felt a bit trend. Yes. Which is not normally what Mariah does. No. Thankfully, she's got the catchy melody and it's become yeah. a part of our podcast. Yes. But um, I just had the same feeling kind of going, oh, I get what they were trying to do, but it just, it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's like, I feel like these two songs together uh Make those four boring songs from <laughs> the <laughs> Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel to sound, sound like genius. <laughs> yes. Like these are like bo- like very, very terrible. Um, <laughs> so uh, how are you going with the I'm Real on this particular track on Too Late? Like high-low, mid-low or no-low? Like choruses, no-low at all. 
No, yeah, I think it's 50-50. I think it's bang on Midlow. I think yeah. she sings the verses and does not sing the chorus, No, essentially. I mean, I think she might have been singing the chorus, but I think she's oh, all the way down just, in the mix. Yes, sure. So you can't hear They're it. Pro- the the like, thing is, they probably off. told oh, yeah, you are singing it. Yeah, of <laughs> yeah, course you're singing it. Of course it. you're singing well, it. You're J-Lo. But just we've got the background <laughs> vocals turned way up because it just it gives your voice more strength and volume. Yes, it highlights <laughs> and your strong points. actually makes you, we can hear the you're chorus. Acting. As opposed to <laughs> whatever noise you're making over there. <laughs> oh, is that the kettle? Hang on. <laughs> See, even though I can't sing, I turn my voice all the way up. Uh, <laughs> and what are you going to give this score? A pro low or a no low? I'm going for my first firm no low. Oh, for a double, another double no low. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, regular. It just it's the vocals, the vocals. And, and the clicheiness of the you know the overall song. Is yeah, not it's exciting. Ordinary. I think anyone who sung this wouldn't it wouldn't have been that great. No, it's it's quite ordinary. Um, okay. All right, now on to feeling so good, written oh. by Sean Puffy Combs, Stephen Standard, George Logios, Christopher Rios, Joseph Catania, Corey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, produced by <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs and Corey Rooney. Uh, this was a single. Um, yes. It was a US Billboard number of 51. Uh, oh, she just missed out on number 53. Australian title, Australian charts, number 20. What were we thinking? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Like it's I kind of remember it. I remember it being on like video hits like once. I d- I've never heard this song before and I had never seen this video. I haven't heard a lot of these songs, by the way. These are first yes, listens yeah. for me. Like, Even I haven't listened to a lot of them. And um, I, I did want to point out for people who are still here, um, we're <laughs> listening to these songs so you don't have to. Yeah, we're not going to play them. So that we're informed with our shade. Mm, yeah, you can't be shady <laughs> if you don't like push don't your face research. in the dirt. <laughs> uh, now, this one also has a video clip, obviously, because it was a single. Okay. Fabnopsis, okay. <laughs> Fabnopsis, feeling so good, Fabnopsis. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Uh, there's a train. Uh, Fat <gasps> Joe calls J Lo during a furious game of dominoes. <laughs> J Lo also gets a call from Big Pun on her other phone. What does she do that she has two phones? Um, <laughs> she. <laughs> She hangs up and sings in bed. Then her mum calls her and feeds her bacon from a spatula. She must still be under 18 because she hasn't run away from home yet. (laughs) (laughs) You may need to explain that. Yes. So why should I listen to a hilarious podcast with Tignataro and Cheryl Hines and they watch watch, um, documentaries and recently they watched the J-Lo documentary Halftime, uh, which they took some... (laughs) They were quite incredulous at her claiming to have run away from home at the age of 18. They're like, but she's an adult. How is it running away from home if you just... Like, that's just leaving home. (laughs) Um, Anyway... Also, that is her real mum. Yes, I know. (laughs) Her real mum, the winner of lots of money at the pokies. Uh (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So she hasn't run away from her. Then she goes for a walk and finds money in the street. (gasps) I know. And checks to make sure no one is filming her and picks it up. But we are. We're watching this. Um, <laughs> Do you reckon that's how she found her record deal? Yeah. She's <laughs> in the street. Tommy Vitola dropped Ooh. it out of his pocket. Um, she goes to the salon as if she's done 500 hours of beauty school, but we know she hasn't. Uh, then a friend calls out to her on the street, shouting her regular name really loud. <laughs> <laughs> then she goes to a sale and buys a fur coat. At home, she straightens her hair as her friends come over and they all go out and don't pay for the train, even though she just found money in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Tight bitch. (laughs) Uh, Jen skips the line at the club and the song stops again for a remix dance break. Oh, this is going to become a thing, isn't it? Fuck. Mm. Um, Just to remind us, she has an actual talent because it's not actually on display in this clip until now. (laughs) Uh, Then Fat Joe and Big Pun come back to rap while Jen tries to join in. Uh, 
really looks embarrassing. Like, I, I'm part of the gang. I can do it too. Same. <laughs> We've met. We've met. Hi. <laughs> uh, then there's more club dancing and Jen sings DJ. So we see the DJ. And then she gets the train back home. Probably didn't pay for that either, type bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the six? She's just eating eating bagels, not paying for the train. <laughs> yeah. See, Mariah. I mean, maybe she learned something from her much younger. Mariah <laughs> had to make a choice: train or bagels. Like if she, like she would pay yes. for the train. Mariah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Regular people don't. Regular people don't. Um, just enjoy their Probably bagels. was on the six. Like that's the train she was on, on the six. Yeah, <laughs> just in case we went away. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the album's named from. Yeah. Now, Tom, I, Tom Riddle told me to. Whatever his name is. How do you feel Tim about Allen. the uh, feeling so good? So I've gone on a journey with this song. Right. On the six, in fact. On oh, the it, six. Was, it was a train. It was a train journey. Um, <laughs> Did you pay? <laughs> <laughs> Did you Why pay would for I do that? I was eating a bagel. Oh, okay. I was eating a bagel. That's just silly. Um, <laughs> I feel like I never liked this song. I just remember thinking, ah, like yeah. I feel like I've heard this kind of thing done better. So by Mariah, even back then, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Even by even by a regular person. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, I really liked it. And then when I listened to it this time, I was like, oh no. It's stuck in my head. Oh, I was no. like, maybe it's not as bad as I thought. I was making the bed and it came into my head. I was like, no, this isn't okay. But it, what happened was I then went and listened to it again and I realised, oh, it's just the version in my head that's better. Yeah. And then I saw And again, the issue is really that the vibe's quite fun and, you know, it's like a very sort of um, uplifty kind of sound. Mm. But it's the vocal again is just so. Uh, I know, like the, the rap is great, like and the production yeah. is really good. And the worst thing yeah. about it is the low. <laughs> the low is the low part. Yeah. Of this song. Like um, I, I said, big pun and Fat Joe are punching out some great stuff at the top, and then the crushing regularity begins. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. sounds like Terence Howard was in the studio <laughs> saying, "Turn silk all the way down," because you can For barely sure. hear her reedy regular voice, um, and it's got a Janet Jackson vibe. So there's someone else who probably doesn't know because <laughs> it felt like well, that kind of each other. that kind of '90s Janet kind of you know it does yeah sweet kind the, of pop the, vibe. The regular person was in quite a few Janet videos, yes, so I, I know. they do know each other. But yeah. but um, yeah, and that's the thing. I'm like, oh, it's a missed opportunity, is what it feels like. Well, can I in give terms you of this could have been good a bit of tea? Here's some tea to spill oh. from Corey oh. Rooney, who says oh. the track. I shouldn't even say this. Originally, the actual track for that, not the music, not the lyrics, but the actual track was originally done for Mariah Carey by Diddy. She rejected it, Mariah. She didn't like the track. Interesting. How is that? And Diddy was dating a regular person at this time. uh, Not when they recorded this, but... As the album went on, like, but when apparently right. the recording of this song, no, but then during the production of the album, they, you know, he was around and then right. around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was a song for Mariah that Mariah was like, no. Nah. So this is literally sloppy seconds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how ordinary does it sound? When Which the- is funny because actually like just listening to the track itself. Yeah. I think Mariah could have done a good job with something. Mariah could have been, yeah, she would have been great. She would have been great hanging out with Fat Joe and Big Pun. Yes, absolutely. Oh, well. Oh, well. It happens. So, uh, I'm real. What percentage do you think she's saying high, mid or low, low? I think this is a mid, low. I think it's her Mm. on a verse. I'm not sure she's in the chorus or if she is, she's all the way down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, she's bare, like the voice, like even the verse when you listen to it, like her voice is so quiet that you can barely yeah, hear it's her. It's quite thin. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's almost like, where, where is she? I can't, where? Yeah. It's, she's gone she missing. She didn't know how to, she didn't know how to double her own vocal. No, she didn't know how to single her own vocals. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm also low, low for this one. Uh, and what's your score? Are you a pro or no low? I have to go pro. I put snow. What? No low. No again. low. I know. Yeah. It's. it's I, I. I feel bad because it's not terrible, but it's not good either. Yeah, but it's like it, it's a it's a decent enough song. Just she's the one that's thing that's bad about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is. <laughs> Conf- 
confronting to say when, like, because I didn't come into this to hate on, you know, she who shall not be named. Um, (laughs) But it seemed to just happen by itself. Because I really enjoyed the first song. Like, If You Have My Love is a great song. And it's, you know, like if I bought this album on the back of that song and heard these songs, I'd be like, oh, well, she is a dancer. Like, that's all I would have said. (laughs) But also, I'm saying no low, so it's not just you. Yeah, I know. Even even a pro-low piece of shit has gone Even a pro-low piece of shit is. And there are other songs that that lift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's another double no, though. Oof. Uh, which means it's time for another single. Oh, my God. So Ooh. exciting. Let's Get Loud. <gasps> Written by Gloria Estefan. And Gloria Estacari. Gloria Estacari uh, and Kiki Santanda. Uh, produced by Emilio Estefan Jr. and oh. Kiki Santanda. Um, not released as a single in the USA. Promo only. Rude. I know. Rude. Australia released as a single, charted number nine. Not bad. We were thinking. I'm, I would have thought it'd be higher. I but... thought it would have been higher as well. Um, but you know, it's <clears throat> it's kind of it's there. Uh, so this one has a video clip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fabnopsis. Fabnopsis. Let's get loud. Fabnopsis. <laughs> Um, Soccer. Jen lets off some daytime fireworks at a sports stadium. <laughs> not sure what game she's interrupted, but not the Super Bowl. She's not 50 yet. Uh, <laughs> some people dance with she's flags. She's only 49. Yeah, only 49. <laughs> some people dance with flags. Oh, there are soccer balls. This must be a football game. Um, <laughs> the sound of the crowd only gets mixed in occasionally because I don't believe for a minute that these are live vocals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, balloons! And it ends with more daytime fireworks, which are really just shiny smoke trails. And that's the video. I love, I love that this is the only thing I know about soccer is this video clip. <laughs> was it a World Cup? Where was she singing this? Just at Maybe, the, sure. Just, it was a big crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Tommy Mottola said about this song, it's not really a song, is it? It's not much of a song. It's a chant and it works well, like... I'm like, fuck, this okay. is your recording artist that you're trying to Right? <laughs> Do you think um, Gloria came up with this in the toilet? Uh, apparently, Gloria wrote this for herself and okay. then went, oh, I've already done about four songs like this. Do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how Paula Abdul wrote Spinning Around. Yeah. And just was like, oh, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And then regretted that. Yeah. Um, look, I've got to say, it's a fun song, but I do feel like anyone could have sung this. Like, she just yells half the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, let's get loud! Like, are these notes? She's trying to hit some high notes. She's trying to hit some high notes. She's making a She's noise. She's like, I, um, I can do it, guys. I like the flamenco-inspired beat and the horns, although mm. they sound so synthetic, it's actually embarrassing. Like, it's like, why wouldn't you just hire some actual fucking trumpeters instead of <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Emilio on the back on his keyboard. <laughs> um, the money notes sound like they've been tweaked quite significantly. Like when she says, you didn't know I could do that, did you? I presume like we're meant to think she's talking about her vocals right at the end of the song. Like you didn't think oh, I could do that, do you? Sing big. What I think she's saying is I just bent down and changed the channel on the remote control with my ass. <laughs> I thought it was more of a vibe thing. Like I've just come out with this R and B track, and now I'm I'm having a, a carnival. No, That's what a, I a, think a, of. A big then. Gloria Estacari moment. <laughs> it must be. It's um, yeah, but it's fun. Like it's hard not to have fun listening to this song. Yeah, like it is. Considering it wasn't a number one and not even released in the, in America, yeah. it's a pretty iconic. You know, people know this yeah. song. Um, and it's kind of undeniable. You just, yeah. like you said, it's just fun. If it comes on, you just kind of go with it. And I, I think my favorite part is that she actually seems to be vibing with the backing singers. It's not yes. that the back, backing singers are singing over her. They're, they're in it together. And that felt really present. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're having, she's having fun on this song. I mean, so the, that- the high notes sound like they're, they're not the notes she hit. <laughs> Oh, and that's okay. Like it sounds like she's she been pitch, pitch shifted somewhere a little bit, but hey, it's fine. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. 
<laughs> she's like, I'm just going to do, you know, she, she was like, I hear Mariah does this. I'm just going to be in the booth by myself. Yep. And I'm just going to lay some stuff down. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. <laughs> but I, the, most of the rest of the song is such, like, it is very... Gloria Estefan, you know how Gloria sings in that kind of yeah. flat monotone that, you know, works yes. for her. Um, mm-hmm. And this is the same thing. Like most of the song is like one or two notes. <laughs> like it, yeah. is just, it is just, you know, like I guess like Tommy Mottola says, it's a chant. Um, it is a chant. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I kind of I kind of like it. What So what, I, I'm real, what percentage is, uh, are we going? I've gone for, I think she's singing 100% of the parts she is meant to be singing. Yes. So I've gone for a high-low. See, I'm going to go mid-low because I think some of the bits okay. she's singing have been tweaked significantly. Right. I don't think she <laughs> quite hit those notes and I think she might have hit a note a couple of, you know, <laughs> maybe an entire, on a different key and they're going to just jam it up. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll give that up. <laughs> um, so pro-low or no-low? I, think, uh, I I have to be a pro-low on this one. Yeah. Let's, I think let's get loud. This is a double pro-low. A double pro-low. A double pro-low. <laughs> she's, gotten us back, <laughs> she's gotten us back on board. She's gotten us back on board. Just in time for the next track, which is Could This Be Love, written by Lawrence P. Derma, produced by Emilio Estefan Jr. again, and oh. Lawrence P. Derma. Um, I don't have much to say about this, except uh, we've spoken about the ballads, J-Lo, and this is a yeah. J-No-No. like it's it's like her vocals sound like she's trying not to sing in case someone notices her (laughs) (laughs) i'm singing at home quietly i'm just singing in the corner it's just a little ballad (laughs) sing for myself like it's someone someone might walk in and notice that i'm singing so like it's uh it's horrible (laughs) <laughs> like, how do you go from the back of something as triumphant and rousing as Let's Get Loud and go into another one of these dreary ballads that she is incapable of singing? See, I think the vocal on this is better than the vocal on Should Have Never and Too Late. Yeah, but you are, I feel like she's- you are comparing shit to re- stinkier <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, what that shade of what brown is. is this shit? That's what, exactly what you're saying right now. <laughs> I just decided that she's singing it in order. She's singing the songs in order. And she just finished Let's Get Loud and she's feeling a bit more confident. Right. She's like, but then you're saying, like, she sounds like she's scared. So maybe, maybe it's. <laughs> I don't remember how this song goes. All I remember is saying, The Love Makes No Promises intro made me laugh. Um, I kind of, I think the thing that they did here a little bit better than maybe the other ballad was it's, it is a bit safer within her range. Yeah. It's sort of like, if, if actually, if anything, the part I really don't like is the male BV saying, if you only knew, if you only knew. I was like, that's really annoying. Yeah. But again, <laughs> like, like, I was like, you know. He's more annoying. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a weird one because it's in between two bangers. That's it's true. It's a weird place for it to be on the album. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's like why? Why wouldn't you just let one big song roll into another? Why did you need to have this stupid speed hump of a? <laughs> it's probably is one of the things. Like the, the album kind of feels backwards in some ways. Yeah, it? like it feels like for an album that would have been you know highly manufactured and you know she's a big film star and they're trying to sell an album on the back yeah. of her stardom and it's like oh you've chosen this reedy little thing. Um, Anyway, what percentage of the song do you think she sang? I'm real. I do think this one's a, a high low. Yeah. Well, the, could this be low? I mean, I'm I'm going to say high low, but also <laughs> I think of the high low, she's very mid low. <laughs> she's not really <laughs> yeah, trying. Yeah. yeah, like we said, it's not. It's it's, <laughs> it's as much as she can manage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what's your score? Pro low, no low. This is another awe. Oh, another awe. Where it's sort of like there's things that I didn't mind about it, but like you said, it's not. This sounds like a perfectly fine album track that I'd expect on an album like this. Yeah, but maybe further sense. down the album. <laughs> Probably further down. Like further album. down where you've stopped listening. They were like, we'll just sandwich it between two great songs so that they don't notice. <laughs> but that's when <laughs> you do notice it because you're like, oh, I want to hear the next it. one. Skip. This yeah. is this. No one knows this song because they've all skipped it. <laughs> you've got no low? Yeah, oh, no low. Like there's, yep, yeah, no. there's no question. <laughs> 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 so this is an or no low. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Waiting for Tonight, which is the song we've been waiting for. Uh, Written by Maria Christensen, Michael Garvin, Phil Temple. Produced by Rick Wake and Richie Jones. Uh, This was a single. Uh, It was a US Billboard chart hitting number eight. Top ten. It's pretty decent. In Australia, it hit number four on the charts. Oh, we liked it. thinking? (laughs) (laughs) It also has some accolades. It won the Best Dance Video at the MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, And at the Music Video Production Association Awards, it won Best Hair. (laughs) Well, fair enough. You know, that I think that is something that we can both agree we are pro hair. We're pro hair. Pro low hair. straightener worked its ass off in this video. Yes. <laughs> um, and there is, of course, a video. Fabnopsis, Fabnopsis, waiting for tonight, Fabnopsis, Millennium. <laughs> There's a sunrise in the jungle and the city. A girl is on the bog. <laughs> Someone has tickets for a 2000 New Year's Eve party. J-Lo plays with her necklace. Another girl answers a phone and calls her Bezzy's in, one of whom I think is regular. Uh, (laughs) Jen dances in some ferns and lasers. (laughs) Then she sings into a torch held by one of her mates. More ferns and lasers. A lot of green. She's right. Green's been good for her. (laughs) She loves her green. Um, then they go to the fern and laser party where Jen dances with some abs. <laughs> More fern laser boogie. Oh, now Jen's been bedazzled. It looks like she's gotten sparkly monkey pox. Uh, <laughs> a big pause while the clock counts down. Then Y2K happens and the power goes out. No. But only lasts a second and some douche sprays everyone with so much champagne, Jen ends up up to her waist in it. <laughs> and that was waiting for tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> so now I am conflicted about this song. I've told you before yes. that it upsets yeah. me because uh, I was working in gay bars around this time and this was very popular on the dance floor. Was this the version? Because we talked about this. Was it this or was it the clubby remix? It was the more clubby version. But right. this, so what was it like to hear this? I, look, I didn't mind it. I'm a big fan of Rick Wake. I love Rick okay. Wake's production. You might know him from uh, early Mariah. Uh, he produced yeah, S- right. Someday. Uh, he also co-produced There's Got to Be A Way. He produced Tell It To My Heart And Don't Rush Me. I'll Be Your oh. Shelter for Taylor Dane. Shelter? He produced Born To Try for Delta Goodrum. And he is responsible for one of the cultural milestones of the last century, which is Prisoner by Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, invented rap. He invented rap. <laughs> Can't not love it. But I find it weird that this is like, this is, this was going to be a hit for anyone. Like, this is like one of those package songs that it's like she just managed to get her hands on. Like, yep. Do you know what's funny though? Because I wrote the same thing. Like, this is a well-written pop song, but apparently this is a cover. Uh, yeah. Like someone did sing it and release yeah. it, like torn. Yeah. And it didn't. Yeah. So maybe it's it's the packaging as well as the package. Well, it's Rick Wake. He's a decent producer. He probably didn't even change yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, just sing over that. Just, we'll just get well, some regular vocals going. <laughs> maybe, maybe mm. when, you know, maybe regular person's not great at, at singing songs when she hasn't heard someone else do them. Oh. So. Gloria Estefan probably did a demo for Let's yes. Get Loud. And then this had this the existing had... one. So maybe she can mimic. Yeah, maybe. But can't. And maybe they're just not giving her melodies. She's like, I'll just make it up. Well, <laughs> I mean, she did apparently have meetings with all of those big um, song, like with uh, like Diane Warren and David Foster and all those guys. Sure. And I'm like, they're big ballad people. Like, why are you meeting with them? Yeah. Um, and then ended up really syncing with Corey Rooney in a way that, you know, she didn't with the others. Working. So they yeah. developed quite a working relationship. Um, I will say this song makes the most of the two notes she can sing really strongly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but there are... There's ad-libs. I know. Yeah. But there's a lot of <laughs> other notes around them that she's not great at. Um, but it is a great club song. Like, it's a great... And I don't mind the... The production's got... It's kind of vaguely reminiscent of um, Can't Fight the Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's got that kind of weird sort of Leanne's punching the moon. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, it's a fun song. Like it's, I mean, it's really tied up with the whole millennium thing. Like, you know, I know they sold that yes. in the video clip, but yeah, it became kind of lazy shorthand on the news as well. Like this song would just come on whenever anyone was talking about. I know. Isn't it funny yeah. that it's just, that's what you think about now. Yeah. And Soccer with Let's Get Loud and, and the Millennium. And song. going to some party with green lasers <laughs> and ferns. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the fern and green laser nightclub looks like fun. <laughs> Wherever that is. I think the remix video has more of that and it, maybe it's just that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. Like, I think it's a strong song. Like, I, I do really enjoy it. And with the Spanish version, she did. Uno noche más. Um What's interesting is the vocal seems a little bit lower in the mix, but slightly more raw. Like you can yeah. actually hear more of her. Yes. Um, I said Adam is going to no low this, but I'm going to veto his no low. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, my comments about the Spanish version was, "Why are you trying to make me listen to Waiting for Tonight in another language? <laughs> this is no worse, nor better." <laughs> Great. That's yeah. all you want. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I love Rick Wake. I love a solid, you know, meaty pop song that kind of, yeah. it's kind of faultless. Like it's, it's, yeah. And it was, it was a package that she just kind of stepped into quite, quite easily. But, yeah. um, yeah, I like to imagine what, what this would be like if, with someone who had decent vocals. Like, you know. Well, like that time. Tony Jewel. Braxton does a lot of, um, you know, package pop, <laughs> pop songs. Word and Word and That's my Tony Braxton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 get him, girl. <laughs> like a Taylor Dane. Like anyone could have sung this, really. Word and Fortune now. Like it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the top notes of, you know, after Waiting for Tonight. That, that yes. could have been a choice moment for a belter. For someone with some vocal chops, right? Instead of it being kind of like ah. <laughs> <laughs> tonight, question mark. <laughs> but she—that's the thing. We have like for her, that was great. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was solid. So, Fuck, even Delta. Within... <laughs> Delta could have done a decent job of this. <laughs> she couldn't have danced in those fans, though. She could not have danced in let's those fans. Let's be real. No, let's be real about her, her rhythm. Um, so I'm real. <laughs> What percentage of the song did J-Lo pump out? Was it high, mid or low? I, You know what? I was surprised that I think she sang most of this. There's other vocalists in there, mm-hmm. yes. But I think she sings at all times. Yeah. So I've gone for high-low. Yeah, I think so too. I'm, I'm yeah. the same. Which was a surprise. I thought it would be more like If You Had My Love. Yeah. Yeah. But no, she was like, I showed up today. She turned up what today. I did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and they could have fudged with it. Who knows? And maybe they found someone who can sing and sounds a bit like her, but <laughs> I doubt they did it that quickly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to give this a prolo because it is, you know. You went there. It is a banger. Like, I can't deny yeah. that it's, you know, as as much as I'm triggered and can see some ugly drag queen <laughs> screaming at me for to give her another beer, even though her drink card was full like six months ago. Um <laughs> I, it's still a fun song, and I, I yeah. and maybe the album mix, because I'm so used to the club mix, the album mix is kind of fresh for me, and it feels it's a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, like, yeah, still, but still, like is it still <laughs> a banger? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm pro low too. So yeah. Where, double prolo. Thank you. Know, double prolo. I know. Oh my god, a double prolapse. This is amazing. Did you ever think that we together would double prolo? I didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> think we would. Like we've done more double. We've done like three double prolos now. Like, yeah, and, just, a, and it probably four double prolos, but still. Yeah, but Fuck out of the regular verse. Thank God for that. Uh, <laughs> it was very exhausting. <laughs> Do you know how hard it was for me to research all that and pretend to care? Uh, <laughs> you did well. <laughs> you did way more than I normally I do. I was quite fascinated <laughs> to find out how that album was made for whoever was going to end up singing it. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> or not singing Maybe it. Maybe <laughs> it was meant for Jennifer Love Hewitt and they how do I got half printing it. How do and I do she left you? and they're like... 
We've already written Jennifer L. O. No. What are we going to do? Jane Loho <laughs> is a great singer, I think, and a great actor. I only know that two songs. Bare Naked. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's great. Uh, she could do no wrong, unlike the low. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, there was Ghost Whisperer. It's a Ooh. very good show. It's regular. <laughs> As in, it's on every week. It's a very regular uh, show. It's on the Disney Plus. I can watch it whenever I feel like now. Uh, oh so, before we get into what's happening in the next episode, uh, are you making anything happen? Um, I think as this episode goes to air, we should have the video for Have You Seen the Moon Tonight? Ooh, Hitting the YouTube. I animated it all myself. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, and I'm not and an animator. animated. <laughs> it's, it's regular animation because I'm not an animator. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I tried. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah, it's, it's a cute little video um, and- it was actually, I wanted to animate it the whole time anyway. So all my other videos were animated because of COVID. Yes. But this one was going to be this kind of based on old school video games. Oh, cool. Like the little sort of spacey. How things. exciting. So, yeah. so an, an animated yeah. video for Have You Seen the Moon Tonight uh, out on the internet. Just go to Possible yes. Prince Possible X. Prince X. Possible what Prince X. X, like the letter X. Don't go to Princess. She's yeah, not X. there. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. That's exciting. Yay! It is. <laughs> um, next, I don't want to call it Mariah Monday because we're going back into the regular verse uh, mm. to hear more of On the Six which apparently is a train line. Um, <laughs> so we're, it's another, it's a double dose of regularity uh, as for next week's episode. We didn't expect it. There was just so much to talk about. There was about. so much to talk about. Uh, so many thin, reedy vocals that needed to be analysed. Uh, it's an unexplored land. Know. You know, we've, found, we've stumbled upon this universe. Uh, so uh, find out whether we are pro-low or no-low on the entire album uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until then, bye, Lamely. Bye. bye.